May 7, John chapter 5, verses 1 through 23. Afterward, Jesus returned to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish holy days. Inside the city, near the Sheep Gate, was the pool of Bethesda with five covered porches. Crowds of sick people, blind, lame, or paralyzed, lay on the porches. One of the men lying there had been sick for thirty-eight years. When Jesus saw him and knew how long he had been ill, he asked him, Would you like to get well? I can't, sir, the sick man said, for I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred up. While I'm trying to get there, someone else always gets in ahead of me. Jesus told him, Stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and walk. Instantly the man was healed. He rolled up the mat and began walking. But this miracle happened on the Sabbath day. So the Jewish leaders objected. They said to the man who was cured, You can't work on the Sabbath. It's illegal to carry that sleeping mat. He replied, The man who healed me said to me, Pick up your sleeping mat and walk. Who said such a thing as that? They demanded. The man didn't know, for Jesus had disappeared into the crowd. But afterward Jesus found him in the temple and told him, Now you are well, so stop sinning, or something even worse may happen to you. Then the man went to find the Jewish leaders, and told them it was Jesus who had healed him. So the Jewish leaders began harassing Jesus for breaking the Sabbath rules. But Jesus replied, My father never stops working, so why should I? So the Jewish leaders tried all the more to kill him. In addition to disobeying the Sabbath rules, he had spoken of God as his father, thereby making himself equal with God. Jesus replied, I assure you, the Son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. For the Father loves the Son and tells him everything he is doing, and the Son will do far greater things than healing this man. You will be astonished at what he does. He will even raise from the dead anyone he wants to, just as the Father does. And the Father leaves all judgment to his Son, so that everyone will honor the Son, just as they honor the Father. But if you refuse to honor the Son, then you are certainly not honoring the Father who sent him. If we're going to stay on the gospel rails, here's the second thing that you need to do. Look, look right at me. Keep getting up. So here's, I'm not naive. There's legitimate addiction and legitimate problems in this room. There is alcohol, there is drugs, there is promiscuity, there is marital infidelity, there is on and on I could go. There is some train-wrecked lives in this joint. And, and, and hear me, self-pity will destroy you. It will suck the life right out of you. And so what I need you to hear me say from the gospel is that there is no error, no addiction with more power than the cross of Christ. Get up. Keep getting up. Don't. It doesn't work for me if you've never actually tried it. And so you need to confess your sins and get help. Well, I think I can beat it. Well, I think you've got several years of history that says you can't. 
if you could just let go and trust God and trust the covenant community of faith to walk with you, freedom might be had. To drag secret sin kicking and screaming into the light and through the means of confession that you might be healed is the most terrifying yet freeing thing you could ever do. Some of you need to just keep getting up because you're not listening to the gospel because you believe that you can't be forgiven and that you're stuck in these things. You're not stuck. You can get up and move. Get up and move.